right, three, two, one. Action. And we we are Action. back. Holy shit What's in a handbasket, man. It's been a year and some change. How are you feeling? Yeah, man. I'm feeling pretty good, man. Um, how about you? How are you feeling? Uh just got over my second shot, actually. So that cleared up and I'm yeah. A-OK. -okay. I was I was out tell, for the count for like two days though. Tell tell us a little bit about that. What, what was your experience? Because everybody, you know, there, there's people who vary in experience when it comes to that, but how was yours? So I have what the kids call a bitch ass immune system. So I got <laughs> I got wrecked for, okay. for both shots. So Pfizer gang, by the way. And I got um, shot one out for two days. Shot two, same exact thing. Maybe slightly worse. Uh, aches, fever for sure. And just not a good time. Not my idea of a good time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, enough. And then like at night, at some point, I think it was like Monday night or something, cleared up with absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's, just, that's typically how it goes, actually. Yeah. I was going to say like, so... It's interesting because um when you know when I got my shot I got mine's back in February of this year of 2021 and uh you know work forced us to pretty much get it however um I mean I, it's not like I was ever really against it or anything like that but I didn't really feel anything but that's probably because of the fact that I've already had it yeah you know I guess it would um, pale in comparison to you just you know vertebrae yeah. through hell yeah it's like it wasn't really. Like my body was like, oh, it's you again, but in a lesser form, yeah. so to speak. But yeah, but that's good. Though. I'm glad to hear that you're doing better. Um, you know, I'm I'm happy to see that life is somewhat returning to normal again. So it's good. You Listen, know, it's man, good it's been normal again. in Florida. I could have just gone to Florida. Florida's just been open. Or that, or that. I, I know, laughed because their announcement was like, guess what? Everything's open again. And we're like, motherfucker, Florida's yeah. been open. They've since been last open. Year. They never closed. They never closed. They're like ordered to they shut down, closed. and they threw beach parties. <laughs> That was their response to the, the whole thing. Oh, I remember the spring break videos of the college students oh, going there. They yeah. did not give a fuck. The numbers <laughs> just skyrocketed. And they're like, well, you know what? It doesn't affect me. Oh, Jesus, man. Yeah. Or we could, you know, we could have pulled a Joe Rogan, you know, go to Texas, yeah. Austin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And tell everybody to not get it. There's always that. My man oh, took all of Los Angeles comedy scene with him, practically. Yeah. You got, like, you got they're Chappelle. all there. Chappelle's over there. Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's over there. Tony Hinchcliffe is over there. Uh, Fahim Anwar, I believe, is over there. Uh, Tom Segura, Tommy Buns, you know, He's got that Magic Johnson buddy. money, man. He's over there now. But wait, wait, hold on. Aside, did you hear what happened to Tommy Tom Segura? No. What happened? So he, him, and Bert Kreischer, I guess, we're doing a skit. And he goes for like a basketball dunk. Like they, they lowered the court to like eight feet. It's it's on the YouTube. It's it's kind of gruesome, guys. So if you guys want to check it out, so he goes for a dunk. <laughs> he loses his balance, and as he's falling down, you just hear ah, and then his like his sorry about that, guys. That's my that's my other computer. Wait, did he, uh, his, he did he like tear his ACL or something? He tore his ACL on his I think his left knee, and he popped his elbow out of place. <laughs> It's it's insane, and the thing is too, like he handled it so well, like, he wasn't writhing in pain or anything like that. But he knew, okay, it's time to go to the hospital. Yeah, but yeah, Tommy Buns is out. That's yeah, kind of hilarious, but you know, that, I wouldn't put it past. Real. I feel like that's that's the thing that would just happen to him. <laughs> oh man! But other than that, though, um, I'll tell you one thing that hasn't stopped, and I say what you want about the man, say what you want to say about the sport. I'm proud of it. I'll always stick by it. But fighting never stopped. Everything else stopped. 
you know, the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, people still even watch that, the NHL. UFC never stopped. MMA never stopped. Bellator followed the UFC's foot tracks eventually. Um, yeah, there's been was, fights. I was at a Bellator event. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, so, so basically, uh, they we're talking about uh, guys. If you are listening on this right now, uh, the recent Bellator event with Michael Venom Page. Uh, hold on, I'm pulling that up. Page right against now. Anderson. Anderson started doing the dance, then he got clapped. Hold on a second. Uh, Bellator fight card. MMA news. Yeah, it's it's insane. You know, um, you know, I've I've said a, this a lot about uh, Michael Venom Page, and it's just like I kind of feel like he is also a Kroger version of Israel Adesanya, mm-hmm. um, if it makes sense. Lesser refined, uh, but man, his knockout over who was it? Goodness, talking what about Cyborg. Know? The, no, the no, no, no. The recent, the recent. He, he was it like what, like recently. last night or two days ago, or whatever. It yes, was? yeah, that was against Anderson. Uh, yes, something Anderson. I don't know what his name was. Let's call him Kyle Anderson. I don't know. Mike, if we look up Michael Venom Page, I'm sure it comes up immediately. Yeah, that's what Derek it's Anderson up right now. nose breaks. Derek Anderson's nose with face kick. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful setup. Just shattered his oh nose. They just dan- there's had a dance off for a hot second, and then he just snuck in yeah. a kick and just shattered it. Like if you look at the man's nose right now, it's actually concaved inwards. In so, um, what are your thoughts on this? For a second, I wanted to ask you. You think Michael Venom Page has redeemed himself and is willing to, not even willing to, but you think he's able to take on Douglas Lima now? Well, here's the you thing. So? Uh, for a lot of fighters that I don't follow, I I tend to just look at the top comments on reddit and just borrow some opinions okay so, fair enough. and a lot fair of them enough. are still saying like people like Derek anderson is sort of like there's they're, he's fighting a bunch of cans basically and just kind of rebuilding yeah. that record up but if he takes yeah. on uh was it pitbull uh, one, of the, uh, one of the one of the one of the um, patricia there's somebody right Patri- no no the other one, uh, for I almost said Fabricio, yeah, <laughs> but no, I'm not sure, honestly. Like, I, I, I'll be honest, guys, I'm guilty of it myself. I don't know the Bellator roster as well as the UFC roster, yeah. However, you can find out really quickly, you know, yeah. Douglas Lima, yeah. sorry, yeah, Douglas well, Lima, I mean, it, uh, do, 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 what's uh, do, do, 33, what's for a middleweight, yeah, jitsu, yeah, and he's. You know, when when he faces a guy like that, he let's see, I think he actually just lost to Gegard Musasi. He did. He went up in weight though. Yeah. He went up to weight to middleweight to fight Gegard Musasi. He also got a decision lost. on Rory McDonald, so that's fun. Who's in PFL well, now the, and also had a yes. phenomenal was that was that his uh, debut? That was his debut. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they, yeah. they call him because he's thirty one, so he's my age. He's thirty one he, years they, old. He's the, the they're joking King. around, um, saying that he's the the future of MMA. <laughs> he's. You know, like I, Rory McDonald's one of those guys that I just feel like the stars didn't align at the right time. You yeah. know, he defeated Tyron Woodley very soundly, who was also the UFC welterweight champion for what four years, three years, I think. Um, he has put his name out there some against some of the best in the world. It's just he just happened to come up short, or maybe time just wasn't on his side. You know, and then he goes to Bellator, wins the belt, and rightfully so. 
yeah. loses it in a rematch with Douglas Lima and leaves Bellator. And now he's in PFL. So wherever his career takes him, you know, I I would do wish him the best. But he's gonna go down, at, and in my opinion, as one of the my most exciting welterweights of all time. Was he ever? Let's see. For the most, no, he lost to Rob before the championship, but he won. He, he lost he to Robbie. Won the It looks like he's won the welter. Well, what's yeah? Words welterweight title at Bellator. He did, yeah. He won the welterweight title in Bellator, but yes. then he lost it to Gegard Mousasi. That was a that was a vicious fight. Well, I mean, he, he didn't lose the title to Gegard. He, however, he did the same thing that Douglas did, where he tried to go up. And that's funny. Gegard beat the shit out of both of them. Yeah, uh, they both went up in weight to fight Gegard at one eighty five. Both of them lost very badly. In fact, um, Gegard's one. Of, he's actually my second favorite fighter of all time. Actually, Gegard Mousasi. Yeah. MMA fighter. I mean, MMA he's definitely fighter. he's definitely up there because he's just he's just a no frills kind of guy. Uh huh. He just kind yeah, of goes I mean, in like I mean, wow. Actually, I'm, I'm looking at his record right now, and he actually 2015. Let's yeah. just listen to the the card titles: UFC Fight Night Barnett versus Nelson. That's well, yep. you know, yes, 20, yeah. 2015. Oh, oh my gosh, he lost. Yeah, he actually Barnett lost to Uriah versus... Hall. Yes, Jacare, that's right. He got choked he, up by Jacare. Lost a decision, Leo Machida. So he's been, you know, yeah. he's been around the block also. But yeah, yeah, those were his losses. In fact, he lost in a decision to Leoto, got KO'd by Uriah Hall, TKO, and I believe he got choked by Jacare. Yeah, but all of which he also knocked out Jacare prior to that fight. He they fought in Pride, I believe, and he knocked out Jacare. And he also came back to defeat Uriah Hall via TKO again. So he did avenge his loss. He just never fought Leoto Machida again, which he might in Bellator. We never know. But let me see here. There's also there's a bunch of news coming up actually in terms of MMA fights. Um, but I wanted to get your thoughts because there's a lot of stuff that's been happening since the last time we made a podcast with, with MMA or just combat sports in general. Um, but I wanted to ask you uh, on this. So you, for those of you who who probably watched it, um, Israel Adesanya tried to make history by reclaiming sorry by claiming the middleweight title as well as the light heavyweight title at the same time against Jan Bohovic. Um I mean it's kind of water under the bridge now, but he did lose to Jan. I wanted to get your opinion on that. So like what do you think? Do you think Israel can still hold a standing for being the greatest of all time now at this point? I mean it's it's such a weird like unofficial title that people keep getting. Okay. And I mean it's it's right up there with the bad motherfucker like title. Like oh, it, the BMF title. It's, yes, it's yes. it holds the same amount too. of water. Like it it doesn't really I mean, if you want to think about it, like that's that's Jorge Mazdaval, which Yes. You know It is his title technically. Uh, you know, which, they made that belt, I felt, specifically for him and Nate Diaz, really. Which is really funny. He like kinda won that and then he got yeah, he got his uh foot stomped down the first fight and he gets knocked down the second against um Kamaru against Usman. Yes, yes. So, yeah. it, which actually, what I, I was going to ask is like, what, what point is can Usman potentially claim, or does he have to like build up to potential goat status? I mean, like again, it's such a silly thing well, to okay. figure out who the goat is. Yeah, I mean, and you're right in the sense that it's times are changing. You know, we don't really know who's going to end up being the greatest of all time because how, why is because UFC is still roaming. It's still happening. It's still, you know, as we speak, there's still fights going on. There's still legends being made. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I it's just, like weird timing in a young sport 
and yeah i mean the if you want to talk about semantics it's kind of the silliest title because there's no time would have to end in us for uh, for us to figure out who actually did it yeah because that's, pe that's some people basic. are still saying hoist gracie in his time some people are saying bj penn in his time in his time some people yes, are saying yes. anderson silva in his time with an asterisk mm -hmm. john jones is mm -hmm. in the same boat yeah oh, it's man. it's basically one of those topics that you talk about with your friends i guess you know Who's the goat? Who would doors. beat who? Yeah. And that's what makes yeah. you know the, that's what makes yeah. an entertaining. There is no goat. I feel in, in the end, ultimately, it comes down to the fact that there is no goat yet. Um, <laughs> you can make an argument that you know there's people who stood out very, very well, better than other people. Um, in this case, John Jones or GSP or Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yeah, I mean, I, I put I put Khabib and GSP probably in, in there. Line. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I I would still put Muddy Mouse in there in that in that conversation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, my, Demetrius Johnson definitely belongs on that list. Absolutely. Talking, talking no matter about, like, what the stars to... having to align. You look at like him and his reign in that time that time frame, and then how he yep. lost and got traded for Ben fucking Askren of all people. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, where do we even begin with Ben? Great, great, good, um, good for him. He did what he had to do, and he you know he, he cashed he cashed in a payday and whatever people, people move on like the internet moves so fucking fast it doesn't matter he's just gonna pick up the paycheck and of, just, <laughs> if you missed it for those, good for you good for you okay. catch catch the highlights we know what happened so for those of those for those of you who are listening to the podcast on audio on spotify um we're talking about ben Askren fighting uh jake paul one of the paul brothers in a recent boxing and exhibition boxing match um jake paul had one via tko or yeah, it's a, it was ruled as a technical knockout in the first round. Um, and now there's been some more drama with another Paul brother, Logan Paul and the infamous Floyd Money Mayweather. So, yeah, folks, we're jumping all over the place, but there's a lot to catch up with because of our last time we meet the podcast. But um, if you're watching the fight news or if you're just watching YouTube in general uh, or just sports entertainment or even pop culture, you probably have not missed this. Um, there was pandemonium and chaos. I guess that's what happens when you take a man's hat off his head. So, um, I mean, it's, I have my opinions of the guy. What are yours? I mean, come on, let's hear this. Like, what, what do you really okay. think? Do you think this I've, is good I've for combat wiki, sports? I have his Wikipedia up. And just, just to give you a little you, background on him, American YouTuber, yeah. personality, actor, rapper, and boxer. Initially rose to fame, <laughs> rapper. On, initially oh, rose to fame on Vine before playing the role of whoever who gives a shit on Disney Channel series, Bizarre Bark. <laughs> Okay. So he's he's a, he's a YouTube and Disney kid that just grew up in a time where he mm -hmm. probably came from money. Yeah. I, I think like historically grew up in Westlake, Ohio, the brother YouTuber personality. Yada, 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 realtor. Yeah. So they, they went viral when Vine was a thing. He was on Disney for a while and just, and grew out of that to just be more of an internet meme. Yeah. He's now, believe it or not, he actually has a professional boxing record of three wins and um, zero losses, and all three wins come by way of knockout, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> and hold on. There's no way he's 6'1". He's tall. He's a, uh, he's a big guy. Really? Yeah. I mean, he, he towered over Ben Askren. He was, he was towering over Mayweather. Like he's, uh, he's might, You a, might be referring to his brother, Logan. Logan's a big guy. No, I didn't know Jake was that big yeah. too. I mean, like we we saw them in at the weigh-ins, and 
bunch of other stuff. Okay. He's just he's just a big doofus, essentially. Him and his brother. <laughs> yes. Yes. But you know, and I've and I've brought this up before, and when we talk about hype and marketing and all this other stuff, it's it's whoever elicits the biggest reaction gets the biggest payday. End of story. Absolutely. Yeah. It, what your the opinion is it's it's whatever it, like like i don't i still don't really have one because as soon as you start talking about him he already wins that conversation that's true that's true and i hate to even like do that fall into that niche or that cliche you, you can just say <laughs> it, you don't have to say anything aside from you you know what it is like he's not yeah yeah he's not going to the yes. ufc or belt or anything if he no no and, and even if he does it doesn't it doesn't matter it's one of those things that doesn't affect you it's it's the same thing as watching the kardashians yes none of that uh, affects you in any way shape or form unless you're either on the show or you're fighting one of the paul brothers exactly so yeah, yeah. i just um i had to bring it up because there's a you know us being who we are, who, you know, we train in Muay Thai and I also train in Jiu Jitsu. It's, it's, you're bound to come across that topic. People asking you, Oh, what do you think about this one? And, and, and you know, my opinion is this pretty much, you know, um, he is bringing viewership to the sport. Now, whether or not it's in a good way or not, that's obviously debatable. The, the, my thing is that he's taking professional fighters away from their sports and bringing them down to his realm to basically show off and i think from a marketing perspective it's genius but at the same time like is it fair absolutely not you know like ben Askren was not a boxer by any means nate robinson was a former you know nba all-star these are not fighters i'm sorry these are not boxers by any means and um you know i guess when you play by his rules that's what you end up getting and i happen to think that there is going to be like I just have this feeling, like, and you know, you heard it here, here first, folks. So in case anyone ever quotes me down the line, I really believe that he is on a collision course with two people next. Eventually, one is Dylan Dennis, and the other is Gordon Ryan. I, I actually believe at one point one of those two could actually face him in a potential boxing ring in an exhibition match. Listen, man, I, it, I I just fell asleep. I just don't. It doesn't. It doesn't hold any weight to anything, anything fight related. It's not a fight. I like. I'll watch. I'll watch a clip to see how it went down. And uh, it's mm -hmm. it's cool. Go for it. Secure the bag, man. I don't. I just don't care. Yeah, it's 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 definitely from a purest form uh, point of view. Not even worth your time at all. No, there's so many other things happening actually that deserve to be talked about like he's gonna start but, um, shit and there's gonna be a bunch of drama and then of course the end. like it's he'll fade out like the rest of them that's just how that's how fame and everything works out like yes. he's just some young kid doing Absolutely. what he can you know like mm -hmm. you can only assume the in, in this kind of situation you can really only assume the best and just good luck have fun with it like yeah no no you're right you're right about that it's just as of right now, it just seems to grab the world by storm because everyone's talking about it. Meanwhile, there's other fights that deserve to be talked about. One of them that I want to talk about, um, it's, it was kind of a, like a freak accident type of fight. I remember you first sent me the link on Instagram about it, about it potentially happening in 1FC. And I'm talking about the fight between uh, Nikki Holskin and uh, John Wayne Parr. That's um, a, just a horrific mismatch and... I, I mean, I, I've it, said it before. Like, like, okay, yeah, go ahead. like John Wayne Parr has done a lot of good for the sport, but in, in 
just the ugliest fashion we can possibly fathom. Yeah. Like he, and for those he of you, did, who, you know, he did yeah, everything ahead, correctly. Like he went to train, mm -hmm. train in Thailand and fight in Thailand when he was young. He, you know, mm -hmm. he did, he did, he did spectacular. He had spectacular results across the board. But good God, Absolutely. it's the ugliest technique I've ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> seems like a nice. Are you guy. talking about? Are you talking about his his, his kicks towards just, ev just everything? Watch him fight Bull Cow. Yeah. It's just, it's it's very yeah. it's very rugged and very if anything very Australian. It's it's very Australian. Um, I was about to say that right now. Yeah, and yeah. again, he's done a lot of great for the sport. So I can't, I can't mm -hmm. knock him. He's out there, you know. He's out there in what is forty, like late thirties, forty, forties, or mid forties. John Wayne Parr is almost fifty. Yeah, I, wanna say. I think he's like. Hold on, let me look him up right now, guys. Before I, before somebody quotes me on this, because I don't forty four. Yeah. yeah, he's forty four years old. Slinger himself. Yeah. Oh, also, but there was something interesting about this fight that I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know until John Wayne actually posted it on Instagram, but both of their trainers actually have history as well. Um, for those of you who know, Nikki Holskin, his uh, trainer was the infamous uh, Ramon Deckers. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ramon Deckers actually fought the trainer of uh, John Wayne Parr, who I can't say his name correctly. So. Anyways, it's a Thai fighter. I'm just gonna put it that way. Yeah. And um, you know they had previous history together, so it was nice to see their students match up again. But you know they're a little bit ten years too late, or ten years too early. Uh, I just I just don't think it's it. a fight that that should have happened. No, it should not have happened in any way, shape, or form. That fight should not have happened, and, and it just makes you, in my opinion, makes you wonder. You know how one fc runs things where they just kind of allow these freak events to happen just for the sake of viewership you know now one fc is responsible for some great fights though don't get me wrong um but it's just no nah, i just didn't think that fight needed to happen no just it wasn't, I, I was very like, shocked there was, there's really no winners in that no. you know it just wasn't i don't know no, it, it it's definitely not something that needed to happen at all. And you know, when you think about it too, didn't he come off of a hip surgery? He did. Yeah, he had a John hip Wayne replacement. Parr. He had a hip, hip a yeah, full on hip replacement, and he said he'd retired. And then all of a sudden, yeah. when he was able to rehab back, yeah, and he was, what do you call it? He just got a call from Yada Tree, Yada Tree, the CEO. Yeah, of they, they met up and talked about, about it. And they're like, yeah. "Yeah, we'll get you a fight," and they give him fucking Nikki Holskin, of all people, right? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. So that happened, but uh, no, I mean, One FC is responsible for a lot of good fights. I'm not gonna take anything away from them. You know, it's just sometimes they do have these freak events that should not occur, and you know they end up happening. But, um, saw so your homie. The recent um, fight between, was it Wonder Girl or is it, it was one, Fairtex? Yeah, it was uh, Wonder Girl versus Jackie, Jackie Buntan. Jackie Buntan, yes, yes. Perfect and excellent display of boxing, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Coach Ray said it all the time, man. You want to beat the ties, you take them with the hands. And it was mm -hmm. about as clean as it gets. So shout out to Brian, Absolutely. Brian Popejoy for putting up the hands. Between yes. him, him and uh, and Janet also. Janet's getting super clean oh, in Janet, boxing. They they've they've started. Janet fought another Australian actually. She fought um, Alma Uniku. Yeah, which was a good fight. In my opinion, that was a very good fight. You know, I I, I really thought that Alma. Um, Almost good, brought man. It to her. I'll, I'll, she is. And, and, she and is. Just, she gets it was just like uh, it, it was it was a very 
it was a very close fight in that she that she had lost by a point and just couldn't catch up is, is what well, i mean you know, the like third she, round she got dropped yeah and and in yeah it's just the rest of it was just, was just like just a little bit better you know it's it's a good matchup yeah i like seeing the pressure from both sides and definitely a good fight for sure i i think they might meet again in the future uh, maybe i mean well janet is what 36 37 now she is pushing that age where she might need to retire soon alma is she's 24 23 20 she's very young um i have a feeling there's going to be a collision course with these two potential fight well because Jackie is in the same Janet weight division, 35. but yeah, 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 she's thirty-five. Okay, but uh, I was gonna say um, the reign, the current Adam weight champion in one uh, uh, FC female division, uh, Alicia Arujo. She like uh, a few months pregnant. Yeah. Yes, she is. I was about to say that. So she, I don't know if she's gonna relinquish her title or what, or maybe these might be. Um, I don't know a stand-in belt, but like I would Todd, like to like, call her out too. She's like, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, hold on, slow down, Janet. I mean, let let her focus on, you know, her pregnancy right now. But I would like to see that fight between uh, Alma and Alicia. Actually, I really would like to see that yeah. fight. Both young scrappers, you know, what she's uh, Alicia's probably like, what she's even younger than Alma. I want to say she's probably. Like, let me check this out. Hold on a second here. Alicia Aru. One FC. Nope. FC champ. Did I spell her name wrong? It's got a Y in there, I think. Fair text, Alicia. There, you, it's Alicia Rodriguez. That's why I spelled it wrong. Yeah, and it's A L Y C I A. Yeah, Brazilian fighter. Let's see her. Quick at top team, and and Coach Ray actually talks pretty highly about where she's yeah. training at and like her trainers and. Phuket top team. It's yep. an interesting. Uh, don't think about the age yeah. it's crazy there's nothing there about her age this is nuts it's a weird conspiracy <laughs> Hold on 22 she's 22 22 years old yeah wow 22 years old yeah she's training the thai way and yeah i mean there, there's a quote that just carries on forever and i and i think about it all the time it's um man i forgot who said it but they basically said muay thai belongs to the foreigners you know, and give them a couple of years. Oh yeah, and I think the perfect examples is the young and upcoming talent. It's just like they're, they're training more efficiently. We learn, and we have better training protocols. Um, and I, I think when I think of training protocols, I think of like diet. Um, Demetrius Johnson actually, like specifically his his coach and a lot of his training reg regiment is around. Um, you know, focusing on a, on a quicker recovery. So you, you, you keep that mm -hmm. pace because you sprint and then you recover. You sprint and then you recover. Yeah. Well, it's funny you bring him up, actually, because I was going to bring him up next. Um, so those of you who don't know, Demetrius Johnson, arguably one of the greatest fighters to ever grace the octagon in the UFC, was recently traded to uh, 1FC. 
Now, um, Demetrius was a huge proponent for this rule to be made where you could actually strike down a down, sorry, you can strike a downed opponent while they're still on the mat or getting up in the process of getting up with a knee. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been late. It's been three years, three years now. Yeah, yeah, he, yes. he tweeted about, about, uh, down knees because of a previous, uh, like a very recent fight with, um, with Funkmaster. Mm-hmm. Aljamain Sterling and, um, and, and Peter yes, Young, yes. who land, Peter Young landed an illegal, like very legal knee to a downed opponent. And mm-hmm. in, in response, Demetrius Johnson had replied, it should be allowed. It's a fight. You shouldn't be like, oh, I'm, I'm totally safe. And, you know, it was some kind of no. interview or something about that where he said, like, you should be, you should be in a fight and be, you know, that's something that should be legal. I definitely support it. And in his oh, very right. next fight, at yes. one FC where in in that rule set it's actually legal to to knee a downed opponent. Yep. That's what happened. He got caught and he was actually stopped I think really in by knockout is is that his first time? That was his first time being KO'd, yes. Yeah. Yes. Decision, draw, yep. decision, decision. Yeah. He had not been knocked mm-hmm. out his entire career. So he was 30, 30 and four and one. Yep. And this first time he'd been knocked out but he's, he's had some tough mm-hmm. fights in one fc so far i mean he was he was one two three he was three and oh and then and then going into this next fight and, and just just got rocked with the knee in the middle of a transition and the guy put some serious yep. pressure on him too absolutely i mean congrats to him to that fighter too i mean he won rightfully so um yeah i mean it's, it's a clear... but it just goes to show you i mean it just goes to show you that you know these rule sets are when they're you know when they're set they're set just not against your for your opponent but they're made for you as well so like you have to understand that these things can be used against you as well and i think um the timing of it was I just mean, really unfortunate that's, that's well, I mean, the, yeah, the timing of it of just talking about it and then yeah oh yeah because there's there's there a, like a, a really big response as with any any dj fight really like there's just a really big response from pro fighters and and everybody alike so i mean it was just one of those things where you're like uh you know the internet's still undefeated i think the internet is undefeated but also this has been a very very crazy time crazy year for mma or combat sports in general i mean mean, there's been so many things that's been happening since the last time we made a podcast but i mean you know from from demetrius johnson getting ko'd like that to aljermain sterling you know winning an oscar in his performance against peter young there, there was, a, there was um, another fighter recently that that had like a weird weird disqualification or something based on yeah, the yeah female fighter female and fighter, he, yes. he tweeted uh, out he's leaning into this random marcos random marcos i believe that was a, i think it was random marcos hold on a second he, yeah she, he, t- it, he tweeted out in response he goes oh my student has completed her training or something just something along yeah those my things. apprentice or something yeah he's totally owning up to it too because it's like what else can you say you know yeah. When you when something like that happens, my only thing is this: like he, at the, in the beginning, he even stated himself he did not want to become a champion this way. He he wasn't going to hold that belt up as though he was the you know the real undisputed champ, and he wasn't going to do that. I think two days later on his Instagram, him and Matt Sarah are like posing with the belt. Yeah, <laughs> he's got yeah, like, it, like immediately like, after, he's like we won it, we're champions, and I was like, oh like, fuck, all right, dude, stop, man. You know, like it's and I wanted Algermain to win. I really did. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I, I was, I was, I feel like I was rooting for him. Also, I just think that, uh, yeah, once, once those two got in, and then I just saw the pressure mm-hmm. like later in the rounds from Peter, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, this is gonna be 
Yeah. It's gonna be a rough night for him. And I just don't see a rematch changing up just the sheer no, power. It, the the power itself, yeah. the the power change and, and sweeps in the wrestling and like and just how mm. physically strong he is, I just don't think it's a good matchup. No, it's it's definitely not a good matchup for him. And and it'll be a while before that rematch even happens too, actually. Aljamain has think he had stated that he has a surgery coming up. Yeah, and I'm sure there's there's also yeah. some some medical suspension on top of everything. So if you add like six yeah. months to the mix, let's say theoretically, then we're we're gonna it's gonna be some time before anything happens with that belt. So yeah, it might just be in the they might have a, an interim title actually. I'm pretty sure in the, in this case. I mean, it might this it might be a freak scenarios. accident where he will you know, Peter Yan will fight somebody and then let's say miraculously he somehow loses and then he's not up mm -hmm. for for title it's just it, you know that that belt is is pretty cursed i would say ah jeez it's just, it's just oh. one of those things that the math just doesn't add up and then speaking of mm -hmm. which again What's stars up? align chris weidman oh i knew you were going to say this oh god if there was anything that was a clue that we were living in a simulation I think, well, at least an MMA standpoint, yeah, that fight, it's that fight this. That is like Butch in the Matrix, man. It was just, there's it's, no it's, way. It's insane. Oh, all right. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, because um, we do have a, quite a few listeners that don't even follow MMA, actually. Yeah. Uh, but so Chris Weidman, um, who, uh, middleweight fighter in the UFC, a couple of years ago, he became basically the Cinderella man famous overnight. He had knocked out the seemingly at the time unbeatable Anderson Silva in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, won by TKO. Yeah. So this I is, this is July, huge underdog. July 2013. He was a super underdog and, yes, and caught yes, him, yes. caught him slipping and threw, I think like a double hook sort of combination and, yeah. and, and knocks him out. Okay. Yes. And so they have a rematch as they should. And in the rematch, Anderson Silva throws a, I, I think it was a calf kick, and Chris Weidman defends. He he tries to block it. And in that moment, we saw something pretty horrific in that ring. We saw Anderson Silva's leg snap in two. And it was like an iconic photo, in fact. Now, fast forward to 2021. The same exact thing happens to Chris Weidman when he tries to calf kick, I believe, Uriah, uh, Uriah Hall's Uriah Hall's left leg. It was the very, very first kick that he threw, and he threw everything oh into it. Oh my gosh! It makes really loud yes. sound, and it's the same. I I think if he's in, like down to the same leg, same leg, same injury. Yes, and just right off the jump, he's out. Uriah Hall wins by snap TKO. city. Seventeen snap seconds city. into the first round. Yeah, snap city. Population Chris Weidman. You know it was. It, 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 it like you could not have painted that scenario any better. Like if you if you made a movie about this, and I didn't know who you're referring to, I would think that the movie was just I don't know some fiction based something. Like it was there's just no way that would possibly happen, but it did, folks. And the MMA gods don't care; <laughs> they're brutal. You know, um, it all came back full circle you know we wish chris weidman the best um he has been healing up yeah he had a successful um, uh surgery he's in he's yeah. in the cast and sort of moving around right now you know he'll take the time yeah. and be with his family it'll and stuff, be at, but... oh yeah a minimum of i want to say maybe a year and 10 months a year and eight months before he's fully healed from an injury like that because there's nerve damage as well yeah. too plus maybe Oh, man, you know Ray Longo and his team might want to talk to him after this. Not, right not for the exactly. not for the faint of heart. Let me tell you, don't don't Google it no, if you're no. uh, easily yeah. 
easily wary of that kind of thing. Also, just a if just a squeamish. random random shout out. But Phil Hawes is on a win streak right now, and actually just won oh, yes. his fight against Kyle Dawkins. Doc, Doc. Shout out to Phil Megatron. Hawes. Megatron himself is uh yeah. His lat one, two, three, four, five. One. Wow, actually. Belt one in Bellator, two in Brave CF contender series, and then he was in UFC one, two, three. So he's four and zero right now in the UFC. Wow! Shout out to Phil Haas. And if you don't, if you guys don't know Phil, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He spent some time training yes. NJMT, and yes. just Pretty just cool guy. put his head down and went to work, and he just keeps getting better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's actually training right now with um, my friend and former instructor himself, uh, Juan Galarza. One actually moved out to Florida recently, and he's training out in, out of uh, Sanford MMA. So shout out to Juan, shout out to Sanford MMA, and uh, congratulations to Phil. The team, it's a bunch of killers over yeah. there. Yeah, Michael Chandler. Who else? Uh, is Jorge? No, he's not there. No, Coconut Creek. Coconut Creek. I have to look this up. <laughs> I have like all these questions now. All of a sudden, but yes. Shout out to them. Uh, let's see here. But other than that, yeah. What about fight news for you, bro? What what's what's going on? Are you uh, thinking of lacing them up one more time? You know, we a couple more we times. We're flirting with the idea, and, and it's right now. If it's hard for pro, the for the pro scene to get stuff going, it's even it's twice yeah. as hard for the amateur scene because nobody mm -hmm. wants to dip their toe in nobody wants to be the first one because mm -hmm. from from a promoter standpoint you have to be the first one that sets the standard across the board you have to take everything okay. from like you have to have you know the right medical on staff you have to write, have the right paperwork and then you have to get the the commission or whoever like the EFT the athletic commission and the state on board together to be able to put that and then on top of all the other covid protocols that are are still kind of up in the air like you can only do so much with testing i mean angela hill for example like they had everything right and the last mm -hmm. second her opponent amanda hibas oh, oh she's out by yeah. the way she yes. tested positive yeah. for covid the last second but, yes. so it's like at the last second, it, it's yeah. not something to be toyed around with and even if you have the right protocols in place and you have the training center and everything things like that can still slip through the cracks mm -hmm. and Again, with an amateur promotion, the funding isn't nearly, you know, at, like the promotion isn't nearly as well run as something like when we went to Bellator, it was insane. They had, yeah. they had everything from an itinerary to people at separate yeah. booths. They had uh, multiple tests going on. They had the hotel and everything. Reservations were just, everything was just yeah. airtight training. And ladies and gentlemen, um, Roman is actually referring to this time. Or he actually was a cornerman for one of our friends and uh, fighter, Sergio uh, Sergio um, Debari, shout out to Sergio. Um, but yes, it has been a very, very tumultuous time and hectic time to even hold these events in MMA. Um, do you think it changes? Probably, you know, with the turnaround right now, New York City is opening up. They, well, I think Mary de Blasio said that it was supposed to open up fully by what, May 19th? Um, uh, so 
indoor dining events or just events in general, they say they can go back to opening up at full capacity with maintaining social distancing. So do you do you think that with that being greenlit, that we will be, be able to see amateur bouts or Muay Thai fights again in the city at least? Part, part of me hopes so. Okay. Um, and the, the, t- know, you know, the I'm, I'm like, something to think about. I'm like yeah. really, I'm really like hesitant about it just because it's going to be, it's really? going to be really botched to like figure out the paperwork because like people still lie in their medical forms and shit. Like, Absolutely. like, like, oh, the, yeah, like yeah. the, like the integrity yeah. of medical paperwork isn't really that, you know, isn't really that airtight when you look at people that are still sandbagging with their records and yeah. not really or like finagling their blood work and and mm-hmm. that part still kind of freaks me out because if that stuff was getting through before now we have you know whatever whatever the next standard is we, we have to look even further into the paperwork and then figure out what's what's right and you know health has mm-hmm. to come first because if Absolutely. we if we go in and we all get sick they just say let's put that as a scenario and then we mm-hmm. come back and we bring it to the gym the gym's got to shut down for whatever yeah. amount of time and we've been yeah. we've been fortunate enough at ngmt yes. to keep everybody you know um keep everybody Shout safe and and NGMT. and if if there is an incident then it's been traced down across the board so we know yeah. who partners up with who who's at what temperature what classes you're in and everything is is, yeah. is itemized shout out to crew ray and crew joe for keeping us safe yeah we have two and, uh, literal scientists keeping us you know oh that's right yeah. that's right they both uh majored in that that's right oh yeah i mean they they I worked in in lab specifically <laughs> and and ray more i, I feel like they both I, I think well, it worked well, crew ray I, is I more actually with, with each other but i think i think uh, yeah. ray was actually working in in in, in vaccines lab, actually. specifically yeah and now and his joe wife as well more of a, joe is more of a i believe he's a doctor of physiotherapy now. yeah 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 and um ray is more along the lines of an actual he actually worked in a lab yeah so yeah it's uh it's for I mean, we're fortunate enough to have them so but i mean i do think i would like to see these events come back i mean there's so many people that kind of had their careers put on hold and so Part of me is excited to see that things are opening up at full capacity again. But at the same time, part of me is also cautious because, I mean, you, you never want to be responsible for someone's immunocompromise, you know? Um, yeah, and I, I just can't, I can't get away from that just from after everything that's still gone on with my family. Like, I still have um, a couple uncles that just recently tested positive and they're in the Philippines where the resources are okay. not anywhere near. Yes. You know, it's, 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 mm-hmm. it's very, very, very tough oh, to get yeah. anything going over there. And absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's uh, uh so my family in Bangladesh are actually terrified because, you know, um, for those of you who probably don't know, but India is devastated right now by the coronavirus uh, pandemic. And, um, you know they have closed on their borders uh, between India and Bangladesh, but however, there have been cases that have been starting to increase along the borderlines, and it's only a matter of time before these things actually reach where I'm from. Uh, so it's it, there's been quite a bit of commotion as to how to stop the spread or how to at least drop it um, completely. I mean, you can't really drop it in this case. The only thing you can do right now, I would say, is just to maintain social distancing and do what we were always 
told to do but these things are still happening is what i'm trying to say uh we're not really out of the woods not yet um but in a more positive perspective perspective excuse me <laughs> things are opening up again um you know events are going back to normal sporting events are coming back full force um you know i don't think uh we will see any amateur events at least maybe not this year but i want to say definitely early next year it, it might be a possibility we might see them again yeah actually, i mean so. they're trying to they're trying to do tournaments in delaware and i just i don't know that 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 structure is already that. a shit show. I, I there's no way okay. I see anybody signing off on that. I just, I just don't. Okay. I just don't. I don't see it. And stay ready. Bring the strap. Hey man, I'm just trying not yeah. to get fat. You know, like I there had pre barbecue yeah. yesterday, and then I had yeah, a hard ass nap, and it was just there's a lot of sodium flowing. How was that? It was a good time. It was a good time. One of my family's uh, sister's birthday actually, and um, dude, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you can cut this out too if you want. But for some reason I thought for the longest you were a vegan. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so <laughs> if you want to bring it up, I don't I mean, I'm sorry, but it's like I remember like and you know what I'm talking about. I mean there about. there was, you know there, was a, there was a point in time. I mean, I've, I've, I I okay, okay. I do stretches of like like 3 to 6 months. You dabbled and then, in the dark. Yeah, arts. and then I in the yeah. last fight camp and a half, I went full vegan. So yeah, yeah. I thought you were a vegan still. So I was like, when he said, when you said, "Oh, yeah, I'm going to Korean barbecue," I was like, oh, "What's he gonna have? Yeah. Ramen and udon? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat the white rice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. No, but the That's but I, I've been I've gone back and forth, and it, it definitely affects how I'm feeling just because I have a really iffy stomach between IBS and lactose intolerance. It's, it's, I got, I look out for a lot of things that could potentially mm -hmm. kill me. Um, yeah, be careful with that. But yeah, Korean barbecue probably gets the closest while still being able to so, sort of enjoy it. But I went to a coma. I was out. I had a good sleep, good training this morning. Yeah. Shout out good, to 300 good. club. 300. Oh wait, speaking of the 300 club, shout out to 300 club. I heard that the timing is going to change. Yeah. 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 So here, news, news alert, whenever you guys catch this starting next Saturday, 730. 730 I'm is down. when that, when that goes down. So if you got your hours, log mm -hmm. your shit, get your shit going and jump, jump if right you got your it. hours. Hell yeah. Please log your hours and guys, please log your hours. And I won't be there unfortunately because I'm getting surgery. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be out for at least seven days so um shout out to my students that i teach at in silver fox if you guys don't know i teach mma and kickboxing every saturday morning at night sorry at 10 30 a.m i also teach the kids class for jujitsu so if you guys are interested in signing up please let me know you guys can reach out to me on instagram or facebook i'm always available um but other than that roman how like overall though like do you think um do you think so? Twenty twenty one so far has been quite a tumultuous year so far for combat sports in general. Though, I mean, what are you looking forward to most right now? I just, I mean, yeah. you know what? It, given this entire year, I had a lot of time to think because when I, when I, I'll give a little backstory. So, politics Go and on. everything aside, I just I had to focus on myself and my family for a good year. I didn't think of really anything else everybody just had to be 
taken care yeah. of or good and, and and they weren't in a good place for a very long time and okay. i was not in a good place for a very long time so i just i had no mind for anything and it the fights went on i was not paying attention so i felt like i had nothing to really talk about interesting and and rightfully so like you were you for we were focused on your priorities you know yeah. and yeah. um and looking Life forward happens. to anything it just you know it's it's good to feel like okay i'm i'm a little bit of peace of mind that I, i've been fully vaccinated by this point as of last saturday mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. you know we're working on training more and just keeping everybody in shape getting fight team going Yes. And you know, just just training and working with people because I still get the most satisfaction as being being a coach and and having really having that breakthrough with a lot of people and and seeing a lot of familiar faces or I guess half their faces, you yeah. know, in, in class and some new faces and too. a lot of new faces, new a lot of new faces, yeah. especially in this past year. But a lot of people have started to come yeah. back as well. So yes, really, it's just that that's about as social as I can get before the anxiety kicks in. So you know, seeing people in classes and stuff. And I look forward to all, all all that stuff and um, summer events. You know the the nicer weather's coming up and oh yeah, I can't wait. Oh, that place is a furnace in the summer, but I love it. Yeah, it's like ninety five degrees of just like misery and sweat and baby just oil. Sweat, no, tie sweat oil pools and baby oil or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and tie oil. Talking about the same room. Yes, yes, we are. I just had to bring that up though. No, but yeah, you're right. It, it's been a like guys we, and there's a lot of you who've been asking you know when are we going to make the next episode and what's going on are we still doing this and i just wanted to just uh take this time to explain as roman was just saying that sometimes certain things take priority and you know we we want to give you guys an episode that we truly you know take pride in ourselves we don't just want to give you guys like you know the same run around oh yeah what's going on with you yeah not much what's going on with you and then we just talk about some boring ass fight willy nilly. You know, we wanted to actually give it our full attention, you know, and we just didn't really have that capability during the, that time. Um, I myself have gone through quite a bit since the last time we actually made a podcast. You know, I took up a new job. Um, I moved, sort of. <laughs> so, um, you know. My car broke down. Oh, gee, I don't know if I've even told you guys that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yo, so I was on Route 46. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to dive too much into this. But like, so my Jeep Grand Cherokee that I love, that I've had for 10 years, the first car I've ever bought my own, you know, from California. I drove it across the United States twice. Twice, people. From California to New Jersey from and then back to California uh again to new jersey so that car actually died on me and uh i ended up getting a new car from subaru shout out to subaru actually so that happened um yeah it's just it's been a it's been a wild hectic ride but i'm, I'm i am glad to be back talking to you guys and hopefully you guys you know tune in and if you guys have any suggestions or questions of, of like please Feel free to reach out to me or Roman. Um, we'll be here. And um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I, I just, I tried to give you guys a, a basic rundown of everything that's been happening so far in MMA or combat, combat news in general. What about you? Well, you got anything left to say? You know, it's funny. We never talked about the, the name change. I wanted to, uh, to just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, 
It's funny. People <laughs> asked me too, actually. Well, yes, actually, I think it was Sergio that was asking me. He was like, because he went on Spotify and he was like, what the hell? Because he thought it was a Spanish podcast. Yeah, or something why not? Long yeah, let's go line. with that. No, it's. Um, yeah, let's go with that. So go ahead. I actually, I actually pulled it from an old like Instagram handle that I used to have because I just thought okay. it was funny. And it, it's just like a like a Spanish and Thai translation of the good mm-hmm. fight. So you have Moy, which yeah. is, you know, like boxing or, or fight, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then, um, and then yeah. Bien. Which is good. So it's it's sort of the good fight in a r- really roughly translated yes. fashion, and it's you know it's a lot it's a lot easier to pick up on. And we don't really talk about streaming that much. It's a lot, a lot of his fighting, and yeah. we try to talk about the better fights if we can, and maybe not, <laughs> the not so good fights. But you know, like I want to talk about movies that we've seen. Like we even we even like scratch the surface with Jackie Chan movies, which is uh, he's the goat for movies. I'm I'm oh, I'll bring that up next time, but. Um, but this oh, is sort geez. of our just catch up, and and if there's more stuff you want us to talk about or bring up, and or guests that you want to see, we can pull some people on. Also, yes. it's all very very doable, and I wanted to sort of expand and not just have these two particular things because we kind of like snuck in video games sometimes, but it wasn't really yeah, a real did. focus. <laughs> like we want to talk about no no fighting movies, who are your heroes, how did you get into the sport? Like we we glance on those things, but I want to expand a little bit oh, further yeah. beyond like, oh, did you see that UFC fight last weekend? Mm-hmm. So that's oh, yeah. that's sort of the the idea and the structure behind it. I want to try to do more things. And we, we got some stuff planned. We can't talk about them yet. Oh, we yeah. Got, we got some ideas. Exciting stuff coming, your, coming our ways, guys. But that's about it. I got to catch a super late dinner. It's I, I, I didn't really, I had like a snack. I think I had some chicken. Yeah. I've been fasting, so I got to go break my fast. Yeah, you so. enjoy the shit out of that. And yeah. <laughs> everybody listening, thank you. This is now the Moy BN podcast. And I'm going to laugh every time I say that, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to everybody listening. Thank you so much. And always, uh, yeah, get the strap. Yeah. And, uh, and for me, drink water, watch fights, and I'll see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.